Welcome, welcome, welcome. The First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle and from all walks of life and including around the world. Uh, I notice our uh, viewers, or, or sorry, viewers, I don't do any video typically. Um, our audio listeners have, have uh, seemed to have been dropped off a little bit. Maybe that's kind of the reach that uh, the WEF wench from Twitter mentions about uh, not stopping free speech, only stopping its reach. So interesting. Now, I know uh, obviously this is not a Twitter podcast uh, or any way affiliated with that, but, you know, it is interesting. They have the, you know, how viewpoints are being silenced and uh, we look at our surveillance state which was sold to us as having benefits for our country, but yet the apparatus was also designed as never being turned inward and only used for overseas. And now look at it. It's fully, fully inward. Snowden admitted that and look at us now. You know, I've given this some great thoughts. So this new series I'm starting with today uh, is going to be called Anatomy of a Breakdown of Society. And it's going to focus on the U.S., but we're going to look at various historical cases from around the world of various uh, civil wars and secessions and uh, conflicts, all due to uh, an ever encroaching parasitical government that's feeding off its uh, people instead of serving the people, and that be- has become rampant with corruption uh, within various agencies. And man, there's just so much good stuff to read here. You know, part of what I was reading today in my research for this podcast, and again, let me preface this for all the feds and others listening, we don't promote any offensive violence. We don't promote any any actions taken to subvert law and order. This people listening to my podcast, we support law and order. We don't support bad cops. We don't support bad justices. We don't support bad politicians. We support law, honorable law and order, constitutional laws that support and protect our Bill of Rights. The Constitution defined the limitations on government, not the people. And so we don't promote in any form or fashion violence and of any means. Now, you have a right to defend yourself. That's a natural right. It's a God-given right. But we don't uh, promote or support any efforts to uh, use violence. Um, Even though we've seen the government has no shortage of wanting to use violence to suppress dissent, free speech, and efforts to bring to light certain things. Examples of that. The recent uh, 75-year-old uh, handicapped man uh, who the FBI shot up on his front porch because he was surprised by the vehicle driving into his home at 6 a.m. Again, we're not picking on, we're not, we're not criticizing all those uh, in our law and order, but only the corrupt ones. Um, that's what we're calling out here. So, another thing with First Team America Patriot Network, we're pro-government. We're against corrupt government. Okay, so let's get into this anatomy of a breakdown of society. You know, it's it's intriguing to me. Uh, I also uh, am working on a couple books, one of which is a fictional account of this particular topic and throwing characters and stuff in and, and various scenarios. Uh, in fact, our own government is constantly table topping many scenarios uh, on multiple fronts, uh, whether it's the DOD. Uh, looking at a tabletop exercise and economic collapse and how do they prepare for it. Uh, Whether it's the feds uh, looking at how do we prevent another uh, FEMA Katrina catastrophe, right? And so everybody should be able to do tabletops. There should be no topics 
um, uh, verboten unless it's talking about abusing others and, and harming them. Uh, that those should be uh, verboten, right? But the topics of what happens, what's the result, what's the impetus, what's the response? You know, how does, how do, uh, and some of the topics for these, this uh, series here will be indicators and impetus. You know, everybody, you know, we're taught the cheap generic version of our U.S. history. Very rarely did they go into uh, uh, the, comp the great conversations and debates about the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, uh, forming those things to enshrine our rights against an aggressive and corrupt government. And we're quickly on our way. You cannot say, and I can say 100%, that we've got so much corruption in these agencies, whether it's the Fed sitting on Hunter Biden's laptop and not charging him for sexual trafficking, FAR regulation violations, uh, what's the other one, FCPA, Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, uh, bribery, RICO. I mean, and they're sitting on stuff. And so the common man like myself is sitting there going, what the fuck is going on there? Obviously, there's two forms of justice. Frederick Bastiat, who wrote the book, The Law, talked about legal plunder. And let's jump into that real quick, because it's intriguing. I invite you to read that. I'm going to read it again. But he talks about, uh, it's, it's basically, he had witnessed a little background on him. Uh, it, this book was written, The Law, uh, two years, roughly two years after the third French Revolution. And a few months later, he died of tuberculosis. But what's intriguing is he speaks from much wisdom on what happened, what fomented the Civil War, the, the, the strife within the country. And, and no matter what, don't let them tell you that man's nature has changed. While the technology and and things like that have changed. Man's human nature has stayed the same. You either are honest and have integrity, or you pretend that and then slide off and you'll do things if no one's watching. And that's what integrity is, what you do in private when no one's watching. Are you doing the right thing? And so anyway, Bastiat wrote that each of us has a natural right from God to defend his person, his liberty, and his property. He described the state as a substitution of a common force for individual forces to defend this right. So that means that the state is supposed to enforce the individual's right to, def to defend person, liberty, and property. And what we've seen is an opposite. We, we've seen is special interests getting in and bribing politicians to land grab through eminent domain, through seizures, through all kinds of stuff. And what we're witnessing now it's the same thing that he writes about three years after the French Revolutionary War, or the French, uh, sorry, Third French Revolution, is that if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it. Man, we're on that course. And so this isn't just, you know, 10 years ago, many people wouldn't really have been talking about it. It'd be easy to dismiss, you know, any talk of a national divorce, a civil war, as conspiracy theory talk, as um, unreasonable. Um, irresponsible. Uh, you know, anybody who wanted to defend the present system to keep their larder growing would quickly vilify and use pejoratives that would describe people like myself who question the way things are and why is it that we, it seems to be that there's only one uh, uh, effort at enforcing the law against certain individuals and, and viewpoints versus 
uh, an equal application of the law. And many of my friends are retired law enforcement, law, uh, military, and we all had the same conversations and they do not recognize any form of equal application of justice, especially with the J6 people who some were out on the lawn and thought they were just going to, you know, hold placards and yell outside the Capitol, which isn't illegal. Um, but they've been swept up in a uh, unlawful, unconstitutional effort to hold them without due process, uh, use the tax money to, with a bottomless pit of tax dollars to try to vilify and call them terrorists, domestic terrorists. And what we're seeing with that is that if we brought someone here from Mars and explained the situation, showed them the facts, you could easily see that we're in the beginning stages of creating political opponents through whom the powers of the state will be unlawfully used to vilify them, charge them, and use the powers of the state to basically break them from any opposition or discourse against what is transpiring. I'm glad I'm recording that because I could never remember that to write it down. But that's what we're seeing. That's what I'm seeing. And many people that I encounter in my daily life and through work also have expressed that same thing. So it's not just a vacuum. Everybody's watching this. So part of the indicators and impetus of the breakdown of society is the fabric of our nation. Our nation only works, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, because good men follow the law whether they're being watched or not. Good men or good people, that replies to all, and I'm going to use that because I don't play that fucking uh, pronoun bullshit. Uh, good men, good people, do the right thing when no one's watching. That's the only reason the society works. The moment good men, good people stop doing the right thing, shit, you ain't worried about a, a, a criminal. People will be raising hell. And that's the problem with this, with the, this, uh, with the uh, response that we'll get into with a, a civil war, a, uh, a national divorce, is that what we're seeing on multiple fronts is does it make sense? It's not logical. It's not reasonable. And I'll give you a couple other points. So I've been following um, a, a number of things, such as the Hunter Biden laptop, uh, the the foreign payments. I've had uh, author Mike McCormick, former White House stenographer, on my podcast multiple times. Uh, the uh, Delaware prosecutor refused to respond to Mike and subpoena him uh, to uh, uh, testify. They don't want to know what Mike knows because he traveled with Biden. He's got a record of it. He was on those flights. He witnessed it. He has credible evidence, but they refuse to talk to him because that is definitely something they can't control. That they can't, and that's the that's the part that leads us to seeing this fraying fabric of law and order. The fact that we have members of intelligence agencies and law enforcement agencies going abroad to the Committee of Three Hundred to the WEF meetings. Um, what's that other Soros uh, movie uh, or not movie uh, group? Um, all kinds of things going to these meetings where they openly talk about removing our national sovereignty as a nation against and and talk about removing our constitutional rights. Both of those are sedition. They're seditious to 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 plan conspire to affect those. 
and disrupt our law and order. On multiple fronts, George Soros has helped pay campaign contributions to get attorney generals, district attorneys into office that have subverted our rule of law and have led to the death and casualties and and, uh, uh, other horrific acts against normal citizens in which they uh, brought out bail bond or no cash bond um, and letting criminals back on the streets, subverting our rule of law and exposing citizens to multiple injustices by those who our law system is designed to have put into prison and dealt with. But that because of George Soros and his groups have subverted our rule of law. Yet you see no sedition charges being lobbied. Nobody wants to push that forward. I will tell you this, as a uh, double-nickel individual who's been around for a while, we've seen the eradication of quite many pillars of our society being chipped at. Whether it's the LGTBQ indoctrination of our children, the hiring of communist, socialists, fascist prosecutors who refuse to uh, obey the laws that we have on the books and seek to modify them, whether it's through the executive orders of selected presidents who have did not win an illegal election. Yes, I said that. Thousand percent. Show us the data. Show us the data. There's a digital breadcrumb trail miles long showing that those voting machines were accessed that they were compromised and nobody will talk about it. Nobody wants to address it in a court of law. They've had hearings, but yet they won't go after anything. And so when you look at the federal agencies that aren't targeting these groups that are openly talking about as Charles Schwab, Chuck, or sorry, not Chuck, Klaus, Klaus Schwab talks about him and his Yavari Harari, Yaval Harari, talk about openly calling, killing 80 to 90% of the world's population. That's a conspiracy. And the fact that we've had a COVID issue in which we're learning more and more how it was tied in illegally, illegal use of taxpayer funds, and the protections being put put, put upon Fauci and others who were part of a criminal conspiracy that has led to deaths of, of hundreds of thousands around the world, the shutdown of economies, the harming of economies, and our federal law enforcement agencies have no idea. The intelligence agencies see one of the one of my biggest pet peeves is that when these lobbying groups propose new toys for the government, and then former government officials get paid enough to leave their posts to go join that company, Bill Barr, Verizon uh, uh, snooping systems, keyword search or keyword uh, collection, eighties. Uh, they propose it, bringing in Michael Chertoff with the X-ray scanners for the TSA. And they propose these horrible rights violations. I'm all for security, but never, never doubt a salesman trying to upplay the, uh, the threat so that he can make more money and others can as well. But you see the, the use of fear. But let's talk about the intelligence apparatus. Snowden, in my opinion, is a genuine hero. No matter what you tell me or try to portray that, you know, he, he really exposed a lot of stuff that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Our government squanders and throws people under the bus left and right and blames it on others. And the fact that 
we had this huge intelligence apparatus that's now, now been turned inward. See, I've come to the point that what the corrupt are really afraid of is for the common man to realize who his tormentors are. And I've often felt that the monitoring and squelching of free speech and the Biden's attempts to uh, attempts and efforts, direct efforts to squash dissent and calling for his arrest and convictions for numerous bribery violations. And the federal agencies obeyed what he requested and still do to this date that they would actually pay private contractors to grab our data so that they won't be in violation of our rights, that in itself is a crime. And so why do they do this? Why are all the intelligence agencies and federal law agencies all worried with their DHS uh, fusion centers uh, in each state? They are trying to keep a pulse of the average American to see how much corruption and injustices they will stand they will take. And by keeping that illegal uh, record keeping and snooping and warrantless uh, uh, data collection, and by castigating and uh, giving everybody the pejorative of being a domestic terrorist because you disagree with corruption, is how they justify the National Secrets Act and national security bullshit. That's how the crimes are hidden. Air Force One, Air Force Two, nothing but a cash mover. Um, and so that's, that's probably your most alarming thing is to note that the same agencies that are charged and have a sworn oath to protect this nation from all enemies, foreign and domestic, are turning their cells inward to go after Catholic anti-abortion protesters who've all been peaceful. They're going after Tea Party members, parents speaking out about, uh, 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 pedophile indoctrination at the schools. See how, how bastardized this system has become. And again, back to what we were originally talking about, all of that has a, a wear on the fabric of society. When the people don't feel the courts are representing them on so many fronts these days, we see, we see constant attacks against the Second Amendment, both federally and, and state. We see all kinds of attacks on free speech, whistleblowers being charged. Uh, I don't know how you know you're you're watching the Georgia Trump thing, and again, I'm I'm not I'm not against Trump, but I'm definitely not a Trumper. I like Robert Kennedy, but I don't I don't like his stance. I think he's he's uh, not true to who he really is. Um, anybody that wants to lead, I always question, and it's healthy to question that. Given the way the COVID lockdowns took place and the cops were beating the shit out of people, especially body slamming ladies and, and the, the uh, cancel culture, trying to get people fired from work. Uh, everybody was trying to mandate people wear and do medical procedures that had not been tested for efficacy and now have become out to show uh, uh, grave damage in most cases with, with affecting the heart and autoimmune disorders, among many things. And you watch this effort of a government that was supposed to be by, of, and for the people now being hijacked by the corrupt within the bureaucratic age, uh, uh, positions and the lobbyists and others. Um, it's, it's aware on the fabric of society. And that, it, that to me is part of the indicators and impetus of why we are nearing a civil war, a national divorce. And it's very dangerous. I don't, I don't want to see that at all. I like having power. I like having food delivered. 
I like being able to uh, freely travel on the roads without people shooting at me unless, you know, and most people should have that. But we already have that now in many liberal cities, Philadelphia, Chicago, Atlanta, uh, where lawlessness because of these these uh, politicians that George Soros has helped put into office by giving campaigns is part of the seditious efforts to undermine our rule of law and our national sovereignty. So what is the longer uh, uh, the, the longer thing with this? Uh, the, the long-term effort with this uh, undermining of America is happening not only from within, but from without, from groups that don't have national sovereignty like the, uh, the WEF, Committee of 300, uh, Bilderbergs, all that other stuff. That's, it's no longer uh, conspiracy. There is a network of highly connected uh, uh, rich people that are trying to guide the world into a one world order. And if you think that you're going to have rights under that, you're severely mistaken. The fact that we have Klaus Schwab openly calling for the U.S. to adopt electric cars of 15-minute cities and all kinds of other things, it's just alarming on so, so many levels. And that it almost seems as if our law enforcement agencies, the FBI needs to be disbanded. I'm sorry. There's really good guys there, but this is just corrupt. Same with many of them. They need to be clean from top to bottom. If anything, our intel apparatuses uh, should be tuned into primarily those holding political office, lobbyists, bureaucratic officials, and our law enforcement agencies. Everything should be captured, stored, and reviewed for integrity and criminal violations and conspiracy. But in fact, what they're trying to do now is, and have been trying, is to say that, that the average person is the one guilty. And it's a classic Alinsky tap, tactic to, to accuse, and in our case, we're the enemy, those who, who question the integrity and the uh, honesty of, of officials in the process as being the enemy. And that's a classic Alinsky thing is to accuse others of what you're doing, what you yourself are doing. And so that's why we see that. So I'm not surprised by that. But that's another indicator. We're seeing the, the here's the other bigger threats that will also help push this nation into uh, uh, a, uh, a civil war. And in the civil war, the, the national divorce might not be the first thing that, that happens, but it will be what follows any type of uh, economic uh, implosion that we're clearly seeing. The fact that uh, uh, Biden has been shoveling more money to, to Ukraine than is humanly possible. Endless money for Ukrainians to go die and, and others are uh, it, uh, foolishly wanting to be contractors and fight against Russia and die at these Lancet uh, drones. Um, boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. Part of the problems we're having with our currency is that all of the free money given through years to all kinds of pork barrel projects and, and welfare and and uh, uh, foreign aid, especially foreign aid, is nothing but an elitist, or not even elitist, a politician and lobbyist slush fund. That money's being moved outside of Ukraine and going into other pockets. But here's the here's the the, the challenge here. That dollar is dropping. Russia and China called a bluff, and I think we've got people like George Soros types that bet against nations while pretending they support nations to undermine them so that they win even more money, as he did with the Brits. 
and others. And all of those wear upon the people. Right now, we, as we witnessed in COVID, a massive PSYOP war where the U.S. government and governments around the world utilize PSYOPs against the people to try to get them to coerce them to take a vax, the COVID mRNA treatment. Endless, endless, endless efforts and money were spent to coerce the people to take a medical uh, uh, product that had not been fully tested long-term to make sure there were no uh, side effects. That's another uh, uh, thing that tests the patience of the people to support the form of government that we're presently in. That's part of the indicators and the, the impetus. What happened? What happened, you know, to foment this momentum to move from a society that was like, okay, we're getting tired of this. Okay, we're getting real tired of this. Okay, we're getting real tired of this to bam, where trucks aren't moving, people aren't going, power's off, all comms are down, martial laws thrown out there. And many people don't think this through. I put a post on face, uh, sorry, not Facebook, Twitter, and someone said, uh, uh, that, that's, a, that's a questionable post, uh, or, or it's a Fed post, like I'm a Fed. I'm not a Fed. Um, and I thought about it, so I had to add some context, context to it that said, look, in a grid-down situation, there will be groups that seek to establish control. Look at Chaz. Remember that? Where the uh, uh, Antifa formed their own little city within a city after attacking the federal courthouses and police stations and, and throwing Molotov cocktails at law enforcement officers. And the feds, our, our agencies really didn't do nothing. And that was under Trump. That was very questionable why he didn't take actions. I still, there's a lot of questions I want to ask that man and say, Mr. Trump, what the hell? How did you keep Bill Barr so long on your staff? Why would you keep that swamp rat? Why did you have all these other advisors? Why didn't you make best use of the first two years of your term when you had the House, the Senate, and the executive? You could have protected more rights. I got to give it to the Dems, though. It's as corrupt as they are. When they had the the... Uh, the powers, as they've seized in this fraudulent election, they're running everything they can through it. And they know that it takes a period of two to three years, depending on how long they want to kick the can down the road in the courts, for the people to have redress uh, and to seek justice. And that's what I mean about the, the comment I made earlier was that people are going to get fed up. And in a grid down situation, if there is no order, the first thing is to establish order. But as we saw with Antifa, there's no doubt that these other uh, subversive groups, when I say subversive, they are not wanting the, uh, the constitutional rights and Bill of Rights. They're seeking a socialist, fascist, communist form of government. That's the subversive effort there. And I'm, I'm flummoxing by our federal agencies seemingly in lockstep in supporting those efforts, especially since they never arrested or exposed communications of the movement of Antifa and supplies and pay. And how did the bricks get there in those cities? And how did they move them? How were they feeding them? How much were they getting paid? You guys remember in Atlanta, the police training center they were trying to build, 30 to 40 uh, Antifa members attacked police violently? Uh, hello? They're probably out, out on no bail. So these things all wear on the fabric of good law-abiding people. I don't think that the civil wars are started by so much the criminals, or, or as far as your, your street criminals, they could be easily dealt with when the community sees that law enforcement is feckless, as we're seeing, 
uh, no offense to the good guys, but we're seeing that the, the backing system of the trials and the courts are failing the officers. And I don't blame these officers for not sticking their necks out and not wanting to take a chance of enforcing the law when their lives are threatened and they can't rely on their guys and they can't rely on their own uh, 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 courts to enforce things. But yet they will tell us that the ordinary people are the threat because gangbangers shoot everybody up. Uh, your hunter's got to give up his gun rights or your, your people. And the gun rights were never about hunting. They were about removing tyrants. Let's be clear on this, okay? As I said before, no topics off limit. Removing tyrants is our God-given right. But remember, I think I said this earlier. If I repeat myself, I apologize. Kind of a lot of information here. Uh, I'll say this. This is very true. One man's freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. Okay, and that's basically whatever way the government wants to see itself, even let's just say, uh, uh, you know, in its present state, it's very corrupt. And the government is a uh, uh, is is the overview of all the agencies, but it's the people within those governments are corrupt. They fit. They figured out how to protect themselves, how to stay away from charges, how to not get charged, uh, how to do pardons, how to uh, uh, stonewall investigations. Uh, all kinds of things. And so when the people see the courts fail them, when they see the high taxes, the high cost of goods, when they see the attacks on our, our law and order, when they see the outside and internal acts of aggression towards the people, shooting people in their homes who just who just maybe had mentally unstable you know there was there were much better ways than the Fed showing up, the FBI showing up to that guy's house with the fucking SWAT truck and all the agents wanting to kill somebody and high five later on how they gunned down a 300 pound cane using old man. And at what point in this house was he unlawfully armed? That's the question you have to ask yourself. I always welcome comments on this show. You can hit me up at Twitter, um, uh, or, uh, news at firstteamamerica.com. I always look for, look for look for outside in, info. Look, if if I'm on the wrong task, I'm willing to learn. But I've also spoken with a lot of people, and a lot of people share these same thoughts, and probably uh, many more, uh, in regards to the uh, um, the harm and the injustices that that are increasing ever so ever so much more. Uh, the, the Hunter Biden uh, bringing, you know, uh, uh, cocaine into the White House. No doubt that's probably his. I don't know. But there's a good chance it is. Uh, the fact that there was a sweetheart deal that uh, Attorney General Weiss <clears throat> from Delaware put together for, for Hunter. Everything we're watching is like Kabuki Theater from justice. It's anything far from justice. Meanwhile, you've got people who were outside the Capitol held behind bars without due process. That's wrong. And they won't release the tapes. And we know the feds had agent provocateurs were working with Antifa to create a scenario in which they might use to stop any contesting of the vote, to stop any investigation of the voting systems, which, again, plays into anatomy of a breakdown. Now, one of the things I will say, and and I'm going to cut this in a few minutes, is that the effort of the corrupt is to avoid any spotlight on the corruption. The effort of the corrupt is to stop the people 
from showing evidence or talking about corruption. Remember the rules of Fight Club? First rule of Fight Club, we don't talk about Fight Club. And that's the same thing that we have. The people can only suffer so many injustices and witness so many injustices before the dam breaks. I don't know when it is. I hope it never breaks. I hope there are good agents that are coming out and continue to come out from various agencies. I mean, I was speak, I was uh, talking with a friend the other day. I said, when have we ever seen an IRS agent come out as a whistleblower? Never. And what they do? They dismissed him like he had no fucking clue of what he was doing. He was a fucking idiot. And he, we know he's not, but that's what they did. They tried to tried to create the question that he didn't have any integrity, didn't know what he's doing. That guy's a career agent. And while I don't agree with uh, with uh, the, the the way our tax system works, I'd rather see a flat tax so that everybody pays into the system. I don't like the wealth redistribution. I think it's it's been nothing but plunder for politicians and bureaucrats and uh, lobbyists and outside and uh, foreign entities. And I'd like to see it reworked to a flat tax. It's easier for everybody to understand what is their taxes. Right now, I don't know how big that book is of the tax code, but it's fucking huge. And so there's good people at those agencies, but I had never heard of an IRS agent until recently. And then they then they they went after this whistleblower, saying, and he said they were with the DOJ was trying to avoid this look into Hunter. They uh, tried to uh, keep Hunter from being interviewed by the IRS and all the other. I mean, it's just criminal. And so when people keep seeing these injustices while others are held to a different standard, when they see that um, the response to certain things, whether it's uh, uh, allegations, uh, criminal behavior, is lacking, for the elite, and I, they're not elite, but I can't think of a better better term. Uh, the connected, let's call them the connected, because calling them elite is bullshit. They're all little uh, uh, narrow-eyed uh, rats. But it's very in- indicative of what led to many forms of societal breakdown and civil wars and national divorces that was a mtg's uh thing it's actually a good statement but throughout the world there's always these things but again it's all human nature it's greed it's corruption it's power and power is can be corrupted so easy by those who seek more power and one of the key things that we're seeing is a constant drive to water down your rights some of the other things we'll talk about soon in the next uh uh, podcast on anatomy of breakdown Will be the slide. We'll follow a few. We'll add a few more indicators and impetus of what pushes that that ball up the ramp to the top of the ramp. <clears throat> the slide is most important because those who foment the actual kicking off of the conflict do not have any control over the slide. Once it gets to the slide, and what is the slide? The slide is when actual armed uprisings take place. God forbid hope we never have that. But once it gets to the slide, it's out of the control of those who created the slide. Anything goes at that point. And so one of the things that I hear and I think about is when we have the slide, we'll be busy in our own neighborhoods maintaining law and order. Those who have bad motives will be out there trying to undo law and order, real law and order. And so that will be the ones that We'll cover it later on, but then we're going to follow up with uh, the result of what happens during and after a a, uh, a, a 
a civil war. What occurs in it, during it, and afterwards. And we'll talk about, uh, you know, how the government often, uh, the, the, the power, the corrupt powers and force will try to water down and hijack uh, good groups uh, that they might be fighting against to pay them to, to not fight, to, to uh, uh, stop their efforts to stop the corruption. And that's typical. That's, that's been throughout centuries of the human nature. And then we'll talk about getting back to normal. Is there an option to get back to normal? Can we get back to normal? What is the normal? The normal to me is a, is a government that we return to that was based upon our founder's desire for this country. So with every bad thing, there can be good things. There could be a, a, a cleaning, if you will, of those who are corrupt and uh, are uh, charged and incarcerated for crimes against uh, uh, the U.S., uh, our governmental system and uh, personal rights. And that would be a good thing to see. But anyway, again, be peaceful, <clears throat> be informed, stay in the pocket of information. Don't let it detoxify. Don't let it toxify you. A lot of algorithms are trying to uh, feed you discontent rather than positive stuff. Take a break every now and then, but stay involved in the process. All things start locally. Run for office locally. Elect people that are constitutional supporters that have no, no uh, uh, integrity slights as far as the Constitution. There's no perfect humans, but elect those that will defend and support our Constitution and Bill of Rights and protect the rights of the individual. Once again, this is First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots. God bless you. God bless the USA. And be peaceful. Bye.